Nutrition is remarkable in its ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? Welcome to Dynamism Biohacking. My name is Dr. Matt Hammett, wellness and nutrition expert, lifestyle trainer, and movement enthusiast. And each week, I'm going to share with you how to make the right nutritious choices despite conflicting expert opinions, where I help you to discover how to unlock your inner aborigine or your inner greatness. Thank you for spending this time with me today. So let's get into the training. We know for a fact that the low-fat diet is killing us. It is the very reason my mother is not with us today. The surprising truth about fat and heart disease, as discovered by various researchers, found that doubling or even tripling saturated fat in your diet has no impact on saturated fats in your blood. And as you hear this, you're probably thinking about the studies that confirm that blood levels of saturated fat are significantly correlated with the development of type 2 diabetes and heart disease. There is one problem. These fats in the blood are not coming from the fat you eat. They are provided by the liver in response to the carbohydrates in your diet. Remember our training on rat science? when I discussed the the specific species differences between rats and humans. And I got into some detail on the organ function and metabolism differences. Do you remember that training? If not, you're going to want to hear that training first. But anyway, rats, unlike humans, are very resistant to changes in serum cholesterol and are also resistant to diet-induced plaques in the arteries, making rat studies invalid and incomplete for human analysis. (laughs) They do it anyway. I then talked about how the scientist then tries to create a workaround tainting the truth, thus causing confusion. So instead of respecting natural law and obvious species differences, we artificially create a bypass. So they have to manufacture specific lesions in rats. So they feed rats a combination of cholesterol, an antithyroid drug, casein, and a bile acid. Remember, rats don't have gallbladders. This is where we got the idea that humans can live without gallbladders. Just like tonsils, rats don't have tonsils. This is where we got the idea that humans can live without tonsils. I can go on and on. Anyway, in contrast, natural lesions found in humans happen when we add bad fats like saturated fats to diets. So again, when science manufactures a bypass way to get around Mother Nature, it messes with the entire biochemical and ecological chain. That's a bad idea. And today's topic is yet another example of how experts get confused when they don't take species differences seriously and include it while they sort out the authenticity in the literature. In other words, carbohydrates are the true culprits in humans. 
They spike our blood levels of saturated fats. In the New England Journal of Medicine in 2013, there were two massive studies in the low versus high fat diet. Now, the study was biased as they wanted to show that a low fat diet was the answer and that the high fat diet was the culprit for heart disease. Now, I haven't discussed this next concept in science. It's called bias. It means what it implies. Dynamic people understand that not only rat studies are manufactured by, you know, bypassing outside the laws of nature, but there are also interest groups to protect. So when a big pharma company or special interest group like the low-fat industry or the grain and the dairy lobbies conduct a study, that study could be biased to benefit them. Understand? So in this case, during the study, the low-fat diet was not leading to the benefits they had hoped for. And the high-fat diet approach was so much better that they pulled both studies. This is true. Once again, the prevailing consensus in the scientific community led us to believe that the saturated fat was the root cause of disease. That is not what the research shows. The reason we have been led to believe this, besides media manipulation and corruption for gain by special interest groups, was because people who follow the high-fat diets ate fewer vegetables, less fiber, more sugar, and more refined and processed foods. You may or may not be surprised to learn that the sugar industry from the food and beverage industry bought Harvard scientists to publish a paper to cast doubt on sugar's role in heart disease and to point the finger at cholesterol and saturated fats. And that leads me to dynamism biohack, eat fat and get thin. Dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know, the wellness prevention and health promotion solution, how to get and stay well for a lifetime. That's dynamism. Consumption of saturated fat has an impact on blood cholesterol, but even this has been largely overemphasized. What we must realize is that consuming saturated fat from animals in a diet that is also filled with grains and other non-fruit and non-vegetable carbohydrates produces a very different state of genetic expression than consuming saturated fat from animal tissue in the absence of such unhealthy carbohydrates. This is why you need to buy grass-fed meat and not grain meat. If the box doesn't say grass-fed meat, it's grain-fed meat, okay? Just assume that. Now, this misunderstanding comes from Russian research. And Dr. Nikolay Anichov, who isolated cholesterol from plaques and arteries. He fed cholesterol to rabbits, right? So just like the, the, the rats I talked about earlier, he fed cholesterol to rabbits. And they developed atherosclerotic plaques. 
So he hypothesized that the cholesterol must be causing the plaques. Now, the cholesterol as the cause of heart disease myth was then born. This is way back in the day. So it is a myth because Dr. Nicolay made a disastrous error. He ignored the fact that rabbits are vegans. So they're genetically incapable of metabolizing cholesterol, which is only found in the flesh of animals. When a later researcher fed cholesterol to, dog, to dogs, no cholesterol-filled arterial plaques formed. Why? Like humans, dogs are omnivores, right? So they are genetically designed to consume and properly metabolize cholesterol. The truth is, as it turns out in science, saturated fats are a problem only in the face of a high carbohydrate intake, low fiber, omega-3 deficient diet, and if you're eating grain-fed beef. So don't increase your saturated fats unless you also decrease your processed carbohydrate intake and add more fiber from plants and get more omega-3 fatty acids or healthy fats. See, current evidence does not support cardiovascular guidelines that encourage high consumption of polyunsaturated fatty acids and low consumption of total saturated fats. Now this turns things upside down, right? Now we need to remember a few key points. Saturated fats in your blood, if you're human, <laughs> that cause heart attacks, come from eating sugar and carbohydrates, not fat. Saturated fats, if you're human, that come from dairy and butter, show a reduced risk of heart disease in human. Omega-6 fats from vegetable oils, if you're human, show no benefit and may increase the risk of heart attacks in humans. Omega-6 fats from poultry, eggs, and beef, if you're human, seem to be protective. Omega-3 fats from fish, if you're human, are the most protective. Are you understanding why I have to add, if you're human? <sighs> so here's the conclusion. As we discussed it earlier, we need to avoid most vegetable oils. We need to eat more organic butter, fish, chicken, eggs, and grass-fed meat. We need to stay away from sugar and carbohydrates. Now I know why my mother, who followed the wrong animal rat-based advice, the low-fat, high-carbohydrate diet, diet is not here with us today. And I know what you're thinking. Why doesn't my doctor know this? Get over it. This is what you need to understand. In actuality, he or she is aware of this. You're going to the wrong type of doctor. This issue is a nutrition issue, not a medicine issue. You don't go to a medical doctor. You go to what? What do you go to? 
Cavities belong to a dentist. Do you go to a medical doctor? See, the old thinking that your medical doctor orchestrates it all is arrogant, ignorant, stupid, and a sure way to confusion. You simply need the right kind of doctor involved in your care. And for those of you who think that a doctor is one who only has the letters MD behind their name, that's prejudice, discrimination, bias, and guess what? Darn right, not true. You know, their fault is not recommending a lifestyle doctor of chiropractic to you. And on and on. So let's look at a deeper look at good fats versus bad fats, right? Which fats are good for us and which are bad? Well, first we have to highlight the one thing. Everyone agrees on trans fats. Do not eat anything with partially hydrogenated oil in it. Right? Now we can take a quick look at the good fats. Extra virgin olive oil, liquid gold. That's what Dr. Mark Hyman calls it. As you know, oil is extracted from olives in multiple pressings. Yep, apparently the first squeeze is the best. So you want extra virgin oil. The organic cold pressed is best and start somewhere dark and cool, not by the stove. Extra virgin coconut oil, coconut oil, and MCT oil are super healthy. Great for cooking, and again, Dr. Hyman calls MCT oil super fuel for your cells. So fats from whole foods like avocados, nuts, and seeds, yummy, right? Here's a tip. Eat the nuts and seeds raw and soak them overnight to help remove some of those anti-nutrients that some experts talk about. So the bad fats are going to be vegetable oils, corn oil, soybean oil canola oil, safflower oil, and sunflower oil. Vegetable oils were almost unknown in the food supply at the turn of the 20th century. As for now, America consumes 18 billion pounds of soybean oil per year. Yep, a whopping 20% of our calories come from soybean oil. Soybean oil is in almost everything, and it is 50% linoleic acid and inflammatory omega-6 fat. So our overconsumption of vegetable oils, which are high in omega-6 and are in basically all processed foods, contributes to an imbalance in our omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. And this imbalance continues to, uh, contributes to inflammation, which is the cause of a bunch of sickness crisis issues. So addressing, addressing this is super important and eliminating vegetable oils while replacing them with the good fats is a wise step. The good, the bad, and the evil fats. The seventh facet of the eat driver is about fats. The good, the bad, and the evil. Time for an oil change. Of course, the unambiguous evil here is the trans fats. So evil fat. At, at one point, food scientists thought that hydrogenate, hydrogen, hydrogenated margin was a you know, high invention as sliced bread. And they taught us that butter was bad because of all the fat. They decided to create something artificial. And eventually, trans fats got banned. But you will find partially hydrogenated oils in ways in more products than you think. 
Look in your kitchen cabinet and peek around. If you see anything that says partially hydrogen, hydrogen, so I want to say with that word hydrogen. Now you're never going to forget this. Partially hydrogenated anything. It's bad. Get rid of it. If you find it in your kitchen, throw it away. Again, unambiguous toxin. Remember, if you can't pronounce the word, get rid of it. <laughs> no one's going to debate this, guys. Though some people may argue whether you should have a lot of fat or, or no fat, but no one is going to recommend more partially hydrogenated <laughs> Sorry. Hydrogenated fats in your diet. Not a smart thing. So what is the bad fat? Well, bad fat consists of the vegetable and seed oils. They are everywhere. And again, we take it for granted. But seed oil is vegetable oil. Vegetable oil sounds good for you. So we all should increase our intake of vegetables as a result, right? Well, vegetable oil is actually seed oil in the form of soybean safflower, corn oil, and canola oil. It did not exist pre-industrial revolution. In comparison, we have been squeezing olives for thousands of years, and that is where you find part of our healthy fat. However, vegetable and seed oils are not good. These oils that didn't exist 150 years ago are now 20% of our total calories consumed. This is absolutely an insane number. Even at Whole Foods, if you pick up a little jar of salad dressing, the first ingredient is usually soybean oil. 20% of our total calorie consumption is of a product that did not exist 150 years ago. This is definitely not smart. And the reason behind it is not smart. That would be awesome if it were good for us, but it really isn't. The primary reason we want to avoid consuming these vegetable oils is the ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids. It's around 10 to 1 to 20 to 1. We want to consume oils with healthy ratios of omega-6 to omega-3 around 1 to 1 to 4 to 1, like extra virgin olive oil or coconut oil and others. Now, we have essential fatty acids that we need to live. We also have essential amino acids, and these are essential fats and essential proteins. Interestingly enough, there are no essential carbohydrates, but there are essential fatty acids and essential amino acids. The two primary essential fatty acids are omega-3 and omega-6, as I just talked about earlier. In vegetable oils, again, the ratio between the two is way off. Omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. They are both important, but we are getting too much of the omega-6, which is more inflammatory. You wanna have a certain level of inflammation in your body to deal with the things that need to be addressed, like bacteria and viruses. So you wanna still have your omega-6s. A great author named uh, Christopher, Mc, Mc, uh, was Christopher McDougall, who wrote a fantastic book called Natural Born Heroes. He discussed the fact that this ratio has gotten warped. In essence, you want a fire burning nice and slow in your house, but not for the fire to burn down the whole house. And according to him, in ancient times, the ratio between omega-6 and omega-3 was something like one to one. And in modern days, the ratio is more like 16 omega-6 
to one omega-3, an imbalance which is a bad idea. It is driven in large part by overconsumption of these vegetable oils and powered by the overconsumption of factory farm grain-fed animals, animal protein as a high ratio of omega-3 to omega-6. However, when you feed animals in factory farms unnatural grains, you warp the constitution of this ratio. We, we are even getting, uh, we're getting even more of the omega-6 that we should not have by eating factory farmed animals. Remember at the beginning, we talked about the cholesterol, the plaques. So Dr. David Perlmutter, one of the world's leading neurologists and nutritionists, is a board certified in both nutrition and neuroscience. He talks about how the inflammatory vegetable oils are. Many of my patients tell me that if they eat vegetable oils, they can feel inflammation in their body. Some feel it in their nose immediately. For some, these oils can be a toxic personal trigger. For others, they may not trigger a response. That goes back into our bio-individuality, but we want to experiment and test with this, right? This is an idea that we're coming to very soon, but for the moment, get rid of your vegetable and seed oils. How do we deal with the bad oils? Time for an oil change. This leads us to our good fats and the idea that fats are good. So Dr. Mark Hyman, he's been a vegetarian, he's been vegan, and he's been everything in between. He integrates all these ideas in a comprehensive way in his book, Eat Fat, Get Thin. He is a lot less prone to the cherry picking ideologies that some people get locked into and get fixated on in science. Dr. Hyman says that the number one thing we can do to boost our health is to increase our fat intake, period. This may be a strong statement, but he and experts like Dr. David Logwood point out that the low fat fad postulated by our government over the last 40 years failed. As we eliminated fat, we demonized fat. Then we bought into all these refined carbohydrates and that is when the obesity crisis occurred. The number one ingredient used to replace fat in low fat products is sugar. This idea is part of a longer conversation, but the fat in of itself is not making us fat. It is those refined carbohydrates which our bodies do not know how to process, right? They're not genetically congruent for us. It's flipping those metabolic switches we talked about earlier. And as a result, we increase insulin and fat storage hormones come on. So what's the good fat? Olive oil, and Dr. Mark Hyman calls it liquid gold. Olive oil has been pressed for thousands of years. When looking for it, you wanna get extra virgin olive oil. I never knew, but extra virgin means it comes from the first press. That's the first process, and it produces extra virgin olive oil. It can then be pressed and pressed and pressed and pressed and pressed again. That becomes plain olive oil, not extra virgin. The nutrient composition of extra virgin is different than the composition in the other presses. It contains more of what we need. So quality over quantity is how the old saying goes. You want to take your resources and invest in the higher quality. Extra virgin olive oil should be stored in a cool, dark place. 
Storing it by the oven is by no means a smart idea. <laughs> it will make it turn rancid faster than you want, so you move it to a cooler, dark place. On the other hand, coconut oil has some amazing properties, as does MCT oil, what Dr. Hyman calls liquid gold, right? So they're both popular and they're both potent oils. Avocados also provide good fats in general as an oil. If you feel so inspired and your, your mission is to go through your kitchen and throw away anything that has partially hydrogenated oil, <laughs> then notice next time you are in the market how many things have partially hydrogenated <laughs> I'm having too much fun hydrogenated in them quit putting those things into your shopping cart and bringing them home lighten up move better and live fuller if you are a current patient in our office, I love you. Thank you so much for your confidence in us. If you are not a patient, I certainly would love to meet you someday. Go to our website, newlifefamilychiropractic.net. And also, I just want to remind everyone that we got the same 24 hours in a day. I'm no busier than you are, but if your goal is to live a happier, healthier, and fuller life, You've got to learn to manage yourself. And that means managing your movement, which drives your energy. When we better manage our energy, we're better able to be more present and vibrant and enjoy our life. We're better able to manage our five pillars of a dynamic health. You deserve a life that is peaceful, that is balanced, that is happy, where you have tons of good health. The health that you need, the health that is on demand when you need it most. You see, because health doesn't come to you, it comes from you. It is a fruit that is grown and earned. And I know we all heard the genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach. But the truth is, the solution doesn't lie with more drugs and surgeries. The solution lies with you. You know it's not so much of a healthcare crisis as it is a self-care crisis in our world today. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you. I love hearing from you. So don't forget to reach out to me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Do so by whatever is your favorite social media platform. Send me a message there. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. And as always, I appreciate it in advance anyone who is kind enough to write a review. That is the ultimate gift. I appreciate you very much for that. I love spending this time with you. I'm Dr. Matt Hammett reminding you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. Until next, Dynamism Biohack. <laughs>